Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Lower and once you're in a Donaldson, Lish, and if I got in, I can hear Lord Jeffrey the the dinner be. Me head will impose his shock on Ian Rodiano when he wear a lestad car Lish no budge book a shoot. Skilty, fis, turmi. Ni majigiri in drama honyal ama, tamajigiri majhen honyal esta. Shachtan, find us on all the usual podcast platforms. On the latest episode of Real Health with me, Carl Henry, I'm delighted to be joined by trichologist Claire Fulham, chatting all things hair loss. I remember then going, I'm losing a bit more hair. Like I could see hair everywhere. It was all over my desk and work everywhere. So I went to my GP. She found five big patches on my scalp, one the size of my fist. So I was like, right, what am I going to do about this? Give me a plan. She just looked me dead in the eye and said, there's nothing you can do. I went on list for dermatologists. She had a cancellation and she very quickly said, yes, you have alopecia areata. As ever available on all podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. Today on the Indo Daily, the Vatican, Mussolini and a UFO cover-up. Little green men and visitors from space have long fascinated us humble earthlings. It's not life as we know or understand it. It is obviously alive. Exists and it can bear up under full phaser power. But science fiction fans and UFO enthusiasts are especially excited right now because a former Pentagon whistleblower claims we're not alone. For years, there have been whispers and rumors that the government had aircraft of non human origin. This report is the first evidence it might be true. For the very first time, the world is about to hear from a former high-level U.S. intelligence officer who says the government has some of the unidentified craft in its possession. And not only that, but the Vatican was in on one UFO cover-up. But oh, forget your 1950s flying saucer scenes from the movies, because in 2023, apparently extraterrestrials are flying aircrafts as big as football fields. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. Oh my gosh, they're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. I'm Kevin Doyle, and today we're talking about the explosive interview that even has UFO skeptics talking. And to explain all, I'm joined by the Irish Independence, Sarah Collins. Sarah Collins, UFOs. It's not a topic that I thought the two of us would ever sit here and discuss, but it is a topic that is now being discussed in the House of Congress in America because of a man by the name of David Grush. Who is he? David Grush is a former veteran. He was a decorated soldier. He served in Afghanistan. He was also a member of a task force set up by the Department of Defense in the US to investigate unidentified aerial phenomena. UFOs or UAPs, as the Department of Defense in the US calls them. Um, This task force was set up about three or four years ago. It has since kind of morphed into a larger entity. And it's essentially the US's effort to be a bit more transparent about all of the various sightings we've had of unidentified flying objects in the sky. And so he is 
qualified. He's not just some guy who came in and decided that he's waking up at night and seeing UFOs over his over his tent he's, while he's on holidays in some national park. He's absolutely not. And I mean, several US House of Representatives uh, members, several of the intelligence community have all said he's a credible source. There are people that have come forward to share information with our committee over the last couple of years. I would imagine some of them are potentially some of the same people that perhaps he's referring to. I am trying to be protective of these people. Some of these people still work in the government. And frankly, a lot of them are very fearful. He himself has said if he were to have heard himself saying these things a few years ago, he would have thought he was crazy. Um, But he has, he says, several sources with firsthand information about the Department of Defense having in its possession, or rather having outsourced to private defence contractors, alien craft and even potential alien beings. What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, The UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, These are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft if you will, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. So run me down through his quite astonishing, and if I'm honest, unbelievable list of claims. He claims, as he was told by other officials, they're not his first-hand claims. Um, But he said that the US government has a secretive UFO recovery program, um, that it has non-human spacecraft in its possession and dead pilots. Um, He said uh, these UFOs could be from another dimension entirely. Um, One of the more outlandish claims was that one of these uh, defence contractors has in its possession a craft that they obtained from Italy that was downed in Italy in the 1930s and that the Vatican was in on some sort of Mussolini government cover-up. You're going to have to explain this one to me. So that somehow a spacecraft crashed or landed or somehow was obtained by the Mussolini authorities Mm -hmm. and then the Pope gets involved in covering it up. Explain this. This is the problem, that there isn't a lot more to it. The documents that he says he has in his possession, he claims to have seen photos and documents, but they're not available to the public. So we only know what he has said. And there's not a huge amount of detail, but apparently a craft was downed in Italy in 1933. The Vatican was involved in somehow getting it to the US. So Pope Pius XII was involved apparently in this cover-up. This is, again... A credible source, but rather incredible stories. There's also all sorts of other things he claims that these unidentified flying objects have gotten aggressive at times that and madly that people have been killed to protect this, all of these secrets. One of the things I think that people need to remember is he has given evidence under oath to both of the intelligence committees in the Congress, the House Intelligence Committee and the Senate Intelligence Committee. And he's also given evidence under oath to the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community. And his allegations have been supported by the Inspector General as being both urgent and credible. And what does a UFO look like? A good question. Um, One recent paper that was... Uh, written to kind of explain what's been going on, um, claims to have seen a cigar-shaped object in the skies in 2017. Other people have so described... So they're quite small then, cigar. Sh- football pitches. 
cigar-shaped size of a football pitch. Okay. (laughs) Other people claim to have seen lights in the shape of a sort of L or upside-down tick. Um, I mean, there's so many different descriptions. There's triangular. So it's a bit like cars, is it? You could be driving a Yaris or you could be driving a BMW. Well, this is it. SUV or a a juggernaut. Maybe aliens are rich and consumerist just the way we are. (laughs) So... Size of football pitches, you think we'd see more of them, uh, let's be honest. You would think we'd see more of them. Apparently it's to do with distance and to do with whether they can enter the Earth's atmosphere or not. This vehicle, whatever we want to call it, that was seen or reportedly seen in 2017, apparently has sort of satellite ships that can enter the Earth's atmosphere. So the paper that was written a few years ago by uh, one Harvard professor um, and actually a member of the Department of Defence says that the mothership stays above the Earth's atmosphere and it releases these kind of satellites into the Earth's atmosphere and that they can somehow be powered by our, by water, by energy, by solar power, by stars um, and, you know, gather intelligence, gather information, land on Earth and that some of these, the claim is, have landed on Earth. I'm really struggling, Sarah. I, I mean... I come in here normally and we talk about politics or the housing crisis or RTE scandals um, and I can keep track of all of that. But are US officials really taking all this as a big idea that there is a conspiracy here? The US government has been covering all this up. For example, one of Grush's claims is that people have been killed to protect this secret. If you're right, if you're telling us the truth, Mm -hmm. everyone... The entire American public has been lied to for decades. Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. That is one of the claims that he says he's been told by sources. It's unsubstantiated. We have to be very clear about that. Um, What he said he has seen is very un-American things or he has heard very un-American things um, and that there has been white-collar crime perpetrated. I think what US Congress men and women are calling for now is just an investigation. So we have this whistleblower. We have what we know to be a Pentagon, a Department of Defense funded program investigating this before. But U.S. politicians want a wider investigation. Um, and it's it's not just, you know, Republican senators, it's Democratic senators and uh, House of Representatives members calling for this. Kirsten Gillibrand, who'd be a very progressive Democratic senator, has said that the Department of Defense needs to study this more. It's all part of a bipartisan backed amendment buried in the National Defense Authorization Act, spearheaded by Senator Kirsten Gillibrand. I really see this as trying to know what is knowable and not having a head in the sand perspective on this. These are serious issues of national security and technology that we should know about. So reserve judgment, we we have all of this information floating around. Let's just delve deeper into it and shed some light. But I think what it does demonstrate is compared to what we saw in the 1960s and 70s, Roswell sightings and all of these, you know, the Americans have a very suspicious mind about what the Department of Defence has done. I think what this demonstrates from the Department of Defence is maybe a little bit more willingness, openness to talk about and look at these things. They have this task force. So let's see. So obviously our alien culture, and I put that in inverted commas, is kind of based around X-Files or the aliens that show up in The Simpsons yeah. and all the rest of it. Quality programming. Are, are the claims that Grush is putting out there and other sources, it has to be said, which we'll get onto in a second, are those claims, like, do the aliens match up to what we see in the movies? So 
I, there's no photographic evidence and there's no descriptions in any of these reports about what they look like. You know, I, I, to prepare for this, I very, you know, studiously watched three episodes of The X-Files last night. And all the aliens in that are these kind of really oblong-headed, massive-eyed uh, beings, small, you know. There's no description in these papers about what the Whereas aliens in Men could. in Black, I think, didn't they take over human form? They did, exactly. And we so have, they could have walked among us. They could walk. I mean, couldn't they? David Icke has some very interesting theories about that, you know, lizard people and all this. So, look, it's all, this information is, there's a lot of it. I think what is what it is up to the US Congress to do now is to sort through it. They want to have a hearing about it. Um, so I think that's what's next. David Crush isn't the only person making claims. There have been two other highly distinguished specialists have written reports you mentioned back in March. Mm. What exactly? Well, who who were they, first of all? So one of them is actually a Pentagon official, Sean Kirkpatrick. He's head of this task force I spoke about. It's called the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. It used to be called like the UFO task force. In the event sufficient scientific data were ever obtained that a UAP encountered can only be explained by extraterrestrial origin, we are committed to working with our interagency partners at NASA to appropriately inform U.S. government's leadership of its findings. Essentially, they are the group of officials tasked with looking into reports of UFO sightings um, and they're going to hopefully be heard in front of Congress. Um, the other person, that the kind of main uh, author behind the report is a Harvard professor called Avi Loeb. He was head of the university's um, astronomy department and he's well known in UFO circles. He has privately funded uh, research into UFOs. Um, But this paper essentially just looks into the 2017 sighting of the cigar-shaped object um, and it doesn't necessarily come to conclusions. It doesn't say these things exist or they are extraterrestrial. It's that these things are unexplained and we need to explain them. And eventually we were seeing these with our eyeballs. And it was so persistent uh, and so much in our in where we were working that we would often have to cancel flights or reposition in our working areas to respect these as the safety hazard they represented. So they give credibility also this. Tell me about, they talk about something called, and I'm going to probably mangle this, Oumuamua. Oumuamua. This is the cigar. <laughs> okay. So that's so, the cigar. This is the cigar. So apparently this craft or something was seen floating in space in 2017. Um, it was not identified as a military craft. It's it's unclear exactly what it was. The paper talks about the possibility that this is a probe, that a mothership and probes that are sent into the Earth's atmosphere. Um by extraterrestrial beings. And again, it's just the possibility that. The metaphor they use is dandelion seeds. Dandelion seeds. So we all know the dandelion and then the the kids love to pick them up and blow them and they go everywhere. Yeah. That's the concept. And the paper talks about the idea of this being, you know, the mothership releases all these probes, the purpose of which could be to kind of propagate alien life here. So you send all these probes in either to gather information or to actually replicate themselves on Earth. And what are these men trying to prove? As far as I can tell, they don't have, at least the Pentagon official, Kirkpatrick, doesn't seem to have something to prove. Avi Loeb might be a little bit more different. He He's obviously deeply steeped in this area. Dr. Kirkpatrick is the director of the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or AERO. 
Congress established this office in law to get to the bottom of the very serious problem of unidentified anomalous phenomenon, or UAP. He's come into it a bit late, but he's obviously, he's head of this office now, of this unit that's looking into extraterrestrial life. Again, it's about trying to explain unexplained phenomena. So we see something in the sky. Is it a military aircraft? Is it a comet? Is it machinery that has come become detached from the International Space Station, for example? I think it was earlier this year or last year, there was an unidentified object seen um, by uh, a spaceman from the ISS. It later turned out to be a window or something that they were trying to attach to the space station that got dislodged and was floating around in space. Those so the Chinese weather balloons, of course, that we all remember of from a course. few months back. Yeah, yeah. That at one we point have. were unidentified and then turned out to be just um, Chinese spies. Exactly. So some things have a very clear explanation. Others, it's less clear. You've mentioned that there are credible politicians. It's not the ones, I suppose, on the extremes necessarily that we associate with some of the Trump rebel rising and conspiracy theories that are necessarily getting behind this. So how is this going to play out in the political realm? Is is it going to become a thing or is it a, dare I say it, a flash in the pan that's gone overnight? It looks like it's becoming a bit of a thing. The task force I spoke about already reported and had an, a public hearing. The senators behind the calls for a, a congressional hearing are, it's mainly a Republican House uh, member from Tennessee, Tim Burchett. He's a member of the House Oversight Committee. Let's just turn loose the reports. Quit with the redacted reports that look like Swiss cheese with everything whited out or blacked out. And uh, just give us all the information and let the American public decide. We can handle it. Stop with the arrogance. Stop with the corruption. Let's just get it all out there. He has been sort of tasked by the chair of this committee to gather together experts, hopefully including Grush. He would like to uh, bring this whistleblower into the hearing to question him. James Comer, the head of that House Oversight Committee, has thrown his weight behind it. Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, has thrown his weight behind it. And then Kirsten Gillibrand, who I mentioned, this Democratic uh, senator from New York. She wants uh, just more light to be thrown on the issue. Now, as I said, it is kind of more Republicans than Democrats at this stage, and they would tend to be Trump supporters. Tim Burchett, for instance, has been very big on investigations into Biden rather than going after Trump. So it's a mixed bag. It does feel like a step change in the way the US, at least politicians, are handling sightings. It's no longer tinfoil hat wearing basement dwellers that are leading the calls for this to be investigated. It's politicians. It's not the first time, though, of course, that American politicians got mixed up with aliens. There was President Eisenhower was supposed to have conspired with them. He was. I mean, there's so many conspiracy theories. And again, these are all maybe this story will be relegated to that kind of history, to that list of conspiracy theories as well. It's not clear. It does feel like this has a lot more uh, meat on the bones of this story. Uh, we'll see. I mean, hopefully this hearing will happen soon enough. Uh, it's still, there's no date for it yet. We're still waiting to hear whether it will go ahead. But I guess we'll have to wait and see whether whether we get any more revelations there. Listeners might be surprised, Sarah, that when you're not watching The X-Files, you're actually quite a serious business journalist <laughs> in The Irish Independent. There's a lot of money in all of this, which kind of makes me even more suspicious, to be honest. There's a lot of money. I mean, first of all, we had the revelation a few years ago that the Pentagon has already spent over $20 million investigating a secret UFO investigation. Um, we also have this private defence contractor 
according to the whistleblower David Grush, that is housing these alien craft, whether it's the ones that were downed in Italy or other craft that have been allegedly, that have entered the Earth's atmosphere. We don't know who this contractor is. David Grush doesn't name them. He says he would prefer not to. According to him, he does know. So there is money floating around. We don't know what the budget for this uh, task force is at the moment. Presumably they have uh, an expanded budget because the task force has been added to since it was first created in 2019. So not cheap. Now, when I questioned the merits of doing this topic on the Indo Daily, my fellow co-host Siobhan Maguire put it to me that if four years ago I, someone had suggested doing a podcast on a pandemic that's going to shut down the world for the guts of two years, I would probably have been sim- similarly cynical. Are they out there, Sarah? So I looked at what NASA and what the European Space Agency have said about this, right? And on the European Space Agency's website, they say there are about 100 billion stars in our galaxy and about 100 billion galaxies. And on the balance of probability, we're probably not the only intelligent species out there. I'll wait for it to be proven, but I think on balance there must be, right? Could we be that hubristic to think we're the only ones to think we're alone? I don't know. Maybe we're not alone. That's a definite maybe. Sarah Collins, thank you. I'm Kevin Doyle, and today's episode was produced by Garrett Mulhall and Siobhan Maguire, researched by Sylvia Omerogen, with sound by Gavin Hennessy. Archive clips from News Nation, Forbes Breaking News, BBC, The X Files, and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow, and leave us a review.